Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Quiet Divorce. I'm Jackie, and thank you so much for tuning in and being here with me. So this week's episode is The Answer Key, which is really all about the questions that you may have after a relationship ends and you simply didn't get the chance to ask or the other person is refusing to provide you with any answers. In that case, you simply find the answers yourself. You know, it took me a good few months to get past the question stage because in order to fully have closure, you have to put all the questions to rest. And when you don't have a way to get those answers, you must learn how to find your own answers, ladies. So I looked over my questions again and again to see if I can't even begin to understand how to answer them. Everything about them made me doubt him, us, everything. Was any of it even real? You know, when we first met in Vegas, he came into my life so suddenly, swept me off my feet and turned my life upside down. But in a good way, or so I thought. You know, I'll never forget the first week in San Francisco. We were eating at one of his favorite Japanese restaurants, and all of it just felt so surreal. I mean, one minute, I'm working on a new restaurant opening in Vegas, and the next minute, I'm packing my bags, left my home to move to his city to be with him. You know, I still remember saying over dinner how crazy all of this was. But at the same time, I was happy, so happy to be in his world and just happy to be with him. You know, he was definitely more expressive in the beginning of our relationship. But then again, aren't they all ladies? (laughs) And he ended up saying this to me in the middle of dinner. You know, Jackie, I'm here to live my life with you. that felt real. At least it did to me at the time. But on to the questions. I read the list of questions again and um, instead of answering them one at a time, I decided to summarize all of my answers. But first, let us refresh the list of questions. Here we go. Number one, Why did you ask me to move in so quickly and get married after a year of living together if you didn't trust me? Number two, what did I do to make you not trust me? Number three, why didn't you just tell me the truth about the house? I would have totally understood. Number four, why did you give up on us so easily? Number five, Did you ever love me? And I thought about it for a while before I actually answered any of them. But when I finally did, it went something like this. Based on how I felt about my ex and how crazy we were about each other in the beginning, I do believe he loved me. But just not in the way that I loved him. Because when you truly love someone without conditions, 
then he wouldn't have had the heart to do what he did to me. And I do not think he looked at any of his actions as mistrusting me, but more protection for himself, for his family, their assets, their money. But if only he knew, out of everyone in the world, the last person he needed protection from was me. I was never in it to hurt him or anybody. I had nothing to gain except a lifetime with him and our kids. At least that's what I thought I was getting out of the marriage. But unfortunately, he had other plans. And lastly, I do believe he gave up in the beginning when we started talking about separation because he knew he didn't have a way to dig himself out of this gigantic hole he had created. I mean, how do you explain the fact that you lied to me for nine years every single day? Some lies are just too big to explain or forgive, ladies. And this was one of them. This was my answer and the answers I found acceptable and the answers that I could live with. That's the key, ladies. You have to decide after it's all said and done, what can you live with? It might be uncomfortable at first, but it gets better and you'll feel better knowing you stood up for yourself. Be the first priority in your life and don't ever settle for anything less. Now, let's move on to the second set of questions. Number one, why are you lying to our kids and telling them that I chose to leave when you clearly and legally kicked me out? Number two, why are you allowing your mother to tell our kids all these lies about me, such as your mother is a terrible person and she left your dad? Number three, why can't I meet your new girlfriend because she does take care of my kids? I think it's only fair that I know who she is. Number four, why can't you just be honest for once and tell the truth? You are living a lie and our kids are as well. Number five, what are you going to tell our kids when they are old enough to finally figure out the truth? What lie will you tell them then? He actually did respond to these questions and here was his summarized response. I didn't kick you out. You chose divorce, so you will get all the consequences that come with that choice. I do not speak of you to our kids. I don't even mention your name at all because I have nothing nice to say. As for my mother, I cannot control her and I cannot do anything about anything that she says. I can only speak for myself and I do not speak of you ever. As for my other family members, they can do whatever they want. And you will never, ever meet my girlfriend because you have no right to meet her. Wow. So if your family members and mother can do whatever they like, as can I, I thought, as can I. You know what, he didn't actually answer one single question fully or intelligently. But this is what I have to deal with from a co-parenting standpoint now. Very, very challenging, ladies. 
If you are in a co-parenting situation, the best advice that I can offer for now is to be honest with your kids and keep your feelings about your ex to yourself for now. In time, that will change, but for now, keep it to yourself. More co-parenting in another episode because it's such a deep diving issue that I want to spend a lot more time on it. This is the time you have to dig deep, ladies, and be the person that they simply are not. You know what? But the questions didn't end with me. My boys, especially my oldest one, would have questions for me from time to time. He would sometimes ask me, why did you leave mommy? Or why are you and daddy not together? Or did you really have to get divorced? My answers were always the same. Your dad and I couldn't agree on certain issues and he was dishonest about some things. So we're not together because that is simply what's best. And I didn't leave by choice, I said. It's complicated. You'll understand when you get older. I always try to be as honest as possible without damaging the image they have of him. For better or for worse, he is their father. And my boys deserve to have that image remain untarnished for as long as possible. I decided a long time ago that I will not let my feelings of anger or disappointment transfer to my kids. These are my feelings and my feelings alone. I choose to not put my kids in the middle, even though that is where they stand because of the divorce. I'm simply going to trust that he is a good father to them and will continue to be a good father. I can only hope that his love and loyalty extends to our boys, even though he didn't extend it to me. Now, my youngest didn't really have any questions. He simply went with the flow for now. I believe he'll have more questions later on. So a few more weeks went by and we were starting to get into somewhat of a routine, peacefully, peacefully. Then one day, my oldest son comes to me and asks me another question about the divorce. He said, why did you choose to leave again, mommy? I didn't, I said. Then he proceeded to say that my ex told him that I chose to leave. He didn't want me to, and he never kicked me out. Wow. I knew from that moment that he wasn't playing fair. Still telling lies to our boys. He's trying to ruin my image for the sake of his. I should have known he would do something like that. I mean, he already stole from me. And speaking badly about me was just something a man like him would do. He would always choose to talk around me, talk about me, but he would never dare talk directly to me. His entire family was the same. Aunts, uncles, sisters, parents refused to talk to me since day one, as if I'm the villain in the situation and they are the victims. So, so backwards that it makes me absolutely sick to my stomach. I understand everyone thinks differently, but there are clear lines between right and wrong, and it makes me so sad to know that none of them know the difference. How can a family 
a large family of 15 to 20 people all collectively not know the difference between right and wrong. And even after all that happened, I still try to give him the benefit of the doubt. Silly, silly, silly me. So, what do you do when the other parent, or in this case, an entire family, tries to ruin your name, your reputation as a person, or as a mother? I did the only thing that I can. Stick to the truth, ladies, your truth, and do not ever let anyone tell you differently. On that note, we will continue next Friday with more Asian culture stigmas and my new normal. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments about this episode, please do leave me a message. Until next week, bye for now.